サードコーストベースラジオラディオスサヘルサリソベース第三海岸第一收音機トリチラジオバスギターレバシシルバスラディオカテオヨー What the fuck is up y'all? It's been a very long time. It's your boy Metaphysic. And this is Kid Luna. Yo, and we came here today as a surprise. We got a special fucking show today. We got Clarity coming down to show us some tunes. And then we got Pedro MAF, otherwise known as Majestic as Fuck, to give you a mix and talk about some shit. All right, so let's just go ahead and hop right into it.
up to everybody listening hey thank you so much for having me on i appreciate it awesome awesome so yeah um i guess we'll just hop right into it um let's uh tell tell me a little bit about yourself uh the listeners want to know who is claire um do you have any musical background yeah so like in terms of just a general introduction um i was born and raised essentially in dallas texas and let's see what else um i'm a student at unt I'm a Leo, and I think like Capricorn rising or something, so someone feel free to explain to me what that means. Um, let's see, what else? <laughs> I'm a millennial. I've only ever had one viral tweet. Um, let's see. So that's just like me in a nutshell. <laughs> and then in terms of like my production background, I've been producing for close to 10 years, um, and I've been DJing for 
more like one and a half-ish. So I'm a producer first and then a DJ second. Um, and then in terms of like a musical background, I don't, it's crazy because I actually don't have like a technical knowledge. Everything has just been pretty much trial and error. So mm-hmm. I started out in like this crusty, like prehistoric version of GarageBand back in the day, way back in like middle school. Um, and that was like kind of my first dabble into production. That was on like the family desktop. Um, nice. <laughs> and then I upgraded from that point onto like, FL Studio 3, probably, I don't know, like, just, like, this ancient version of FL Studio, banged around in there for a while, um, and then I just taught myself the ropes, essentially, and then from there, it was, like, back into Logic, and then now I work in Live 10, so I've dabbled around for quite a while, I've had, like, a lot of aliases, I haven't always been Clarity, um, and yeah, I've, I've been doing this since, like, middle school, so. Okay, yeah, that's really awesome, so you say, like, you, uh, you're mostly self-taught, so, like, it's not really necessarily a theory thing with you. You more so kind of just, you know, throw stuff in there and see if it sounds good, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so back in the day, like, whenever I was first starting out and whenever I initially had a SoundCloud, like, I would just put up, like, these kind of ideas, like, just Carmack-style two-minute ideas, essentially. Like, there was no formal song structure. I just kind of put together whatever I thought was tight, and then I threw it up. Um, And I didn't really have the confidence to leave anything up at that point. Like, you know, but back during that time, I would just put something up. It'd be up for, like, 24 hours. And then I was like, okay, like, I need to take this down now, because I just kind of lacked the confidence to keep my stuff up. Um, But, yeah, in terms of, like, a like a formal structure there wasn't really anything at that point it was just me making whatever I thought was sick Um, and it wasn't until probably like two or three years ago when I was convinced to like actually put together like full-length tracks and leave them up and put them out there so my first track run it was back in like 2017 and that was really the first like fully fleshed out track that I ever made um, I was fortunate to put that out on Pack London, which is, like, this really sick platform um, out of the UK, and that was kind of, like, where I gained all of my traction, um, and it's crazy to think that it's been, like, such a long ride, but it's only recently that I've been, like, semi-seriously doing this. Right. Awesome. Yeah, so um, let's go ahead and dive into that mix. You said um, that track, Run It, that was, like, your first, like, super fleshed out track. Um, what about uh, your other tracks? Let's talk about them. Yeah, so the the first track that's in there is, like, I literally just made it as a joke. It's, like, it's a flip of Kia's My Neck, My Back, um, which is actually, like, my most popular self-release, which is absolutely nuts. Like, <laughs> I just made it kind of for giggles, like, just as a total meme. And one of my good friends, Brent, um, by the way, who's also a producer out of Dallas, yeah. um, he heard me producing it, and he was like, yo, like, this you need to put this out and I was like nah dude like I'm just making this kind of for fun and so lo and behold I put it out and it was like my most popular track I'm like all right like cool I guess I need to just kind of fuck around more and like (laughs) not even be serious so that's the first track in there um the second one is a remix that I did for Castle and Mind of a Dragon so back when I produced Run It like a few years ago um shortly afterwards after that came out I was actually sent a video Um, of Castle playing it at his EP release party in Dallas. And I was, like, shook to my core. I was like, oh, my God, this is surreal. I was flipping out. And so um, he's a really, really great dude. I've gotten the chance to meet him in person multiple times. And so that second track is a remix um, of him in Mind of a Dragon, who's also, like, this sick, like, mind-blowingly talented guy um, from the U.K., and he's making primarily Garage. Nice. So yeah, that's the second track in there. And then I also have my latest original, which is entitled Senses. I believe that's like the third track. Um, That one I did fairly recently. It was one of those tunes that I just banged out in like two days and just was like really pleased with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I initially was going to shop it to labels, but then I just kind of had like this little mini epiphany where I was like, no, like it's really important to me that my music is like, just a really direct exchange from, like, myself to my listeners. Like, I know that sounds hella cheesy, but, like, I just remember back in the day, like, kind of just scouring SoundCloud and, like, trying to find as many direct downloads as possible. And, like, I don't know. It just it feels, like, so much more organic when you can just, like, go straight to the artist page and just, like, download it and then just, you know, 
not have to pay for it, I guess. So I put that out as a self-release, and um, it did pretty well. Like, within the first week, it passed up a 1,000 uh, pretty rapidly, which is sick because I have, like, a relatively smaller following. Um, so that was that third track. And then the last one is actually Run It, um, which is the first track that I ever produced. Um, and that was kind of the track that popped everything off for me. Nice. Yeah, dude, I was definitely grooving. Um, so um, let's talk about like your productions, you know, your process. What is a typical like studio session for you like? Like you got a blank um, Ableton screen up. What do you what do you usually do? <laughs> so I am very much like I kind of produce everything as a story and like that sounds like really pretentious, but <laughs> um, I a lot of people like will throw down like a beat first, but I'm very inspired by like one-off sounds and typically before I make a track um I'll just like jam to a particular genre of music actually like for whatever reason lately I've been listening to a lot of jazz Mm -hmm. um and I also was surrounded by a lot of jazz like during my upbringing um and so like I've been really into jazz and like ambient music lately so that has kind of influenced like my most recent music kind of like on the moodier side of house like yeah i always try to keep kind of like a melancholy aspect to whatever i make um just because i feel like it's really important to me for like music to evoke something um and like i just know just from being a concert goer and like a music head in general like those tracks that really stick with you the most are the ones that like just evoke like these deep emotions out of you so i always try to infuse that into my music um, but in terms of the production process, like, it'll just be essentially influenced by whatever I'm jamming at the moment. Um, and whenever I actually crack open the DAW, um, it's typical of me to, like, lay down a vocal first. A lot of what I make is, like, very vocal-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's usually, like, the first element of the track that I'll lay down. And then after that point, I'll, like, add in all the synths and, like, atmospheric aspects of it. And then, like, the drums and, like, kind of bassier elements are usually last. Um, but I produce it, like, as if it were a story, so from start to finish. Like, some people produce through, like, reduction, like, just tossing a whole bunch of stuff in and taking it out, but I like to produce it from start to finish, essentially, like a storyline. Um, so that's the actual process, and then in terms of, like, plugins and stuff that I like, um, Massive will always be my queen. She's my ride or die. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm just not a CRM person, but Massive is, like, my go-to. Yeah, it's the um, OG. I also recently... Yeah, I also recently downloaded Phase Plant, which is, like, mind-boggling. Like, it is insane, mm-hmm. um, and it's a VST. Is that a synth? Thing, so I've been using okay. a lot of that lately. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard yeah, of that one. I'm going to have to check it out. It is dope. Like, it is just so flexible. So I've been using that lately. Um, and then in terms of vocals, um, sometimes I'll, like, I know this is, like, a giant no-no, but... Like, I'm guilty of doing YouTube rips. Like, I'll just YouTube to MP3 something and then Fuck use it, that, bro. which is, like, awful. People listening to this are probably going to be, like, mortified. Like, oh, no, <laughs> you did not do that. But, yeah, I do that a lot of the time. Um, like, something that I've been doing recently, um, which I'm about to spill the tea here in my secret sauce, but I actually rip a lot of interviews. So, like, for some of my upcoming tracks, there's, like, tidbits of interviews from, like, Keith Flint or like Princess Nokia and like I'll just take tiny little segments of interviews and plop them into a track um which is really cool like I always enjoy hearing what other artists have to say just about like their own journeys and so like a lot of the times I just get really like motivational tidbits out of those interviews and I'll just like pop them in a tune so but yeah that's like my kind of production process in a nutshell okay okay um, like, who would you say, like, inspires, like, your soundscape, or, or just in general? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough question. Um, oh, man. I've been listening <laughs> to electronic music for, like, such a long time, but in no particular order. Um, I really love Machine Drum, Disclosure, um, ooh, who else? J.D. Reed is, like, absolutely sick. He's this, um, smaller producer out of the U.K., and he's just, like, mind-boggling, like, blows my mind. So you should definitely check him out, J.D. Reed. He's insane. Like, his soundscapes are insane. Um, and then, let's see, what else? Conducta is really, really dope. Flava D. Um, primarily UK Garage is, like, a lot of what I'm influenced by. Like, mm-hmm. there's just something about the scene in the UK that's just, like, there's such a, like, deep respect for music there. Like, it's, like, 
I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, but whenever you go over there and you're at a show, just like their respect for the moment and for the music is like tangible. Like you can feel it in the air. Like everybody's like fully locked in, not taking pictures. They're just like in the zone. And so I'm just like madly inspired um, by everything over there, especially like the youth culture and the music. But yeah, a lot of my influences um, are hailing from the UK. Um, and yeah, like, and I'm inspired by all genres too. Like I grew up with a lot of like different styles of music surrounding me, which has been great because um, I've had an exposure to like jazz and like 40s jazz and swing music and just like rock music, everything, like everything in the spectrum. So Nice. So um, what do you got um, planned for the future? I know you said you had some tracks coming out. Um, like what else do you got going on? Yeah, so right now more than ever, I've been like, trying to kind of play more shows um I'm, I'm actually a dj like second um so it's kind of been it's been like an interesting challenge to just sort of like get myself out there and get behind the decks because like i'm a super duper introverted person and like i'm used to just like zoning out in my bedroom and making tunes so the, <laughs> the process of like getting behind the decks and playing to people is like nerve-wracking for me um but for the past like year and a half i've just been absolutely grinding my booty off like behind the cdjs trying to practice and like get good nice. um and so i'm i'm self-taught there as well and so i was fortunate enough to open up for castle um a little while back so that was like my first dive into djing um and i've got a few shows coming up um i'll be playing in austin pretty soon which is really exciting and then i'm also on my first festival which is like so so sick nope. um I'm playing Freaky Deaky, which I'm, like, very, very humbled and, like, excited to do, and I just can't wait, because um, festivals are always a good time. But, yeah, like, my focus right now is just to try to get comfortable behind the decks and hop on some more shows, um, but, of course, like, continue my traction in terms of production. Um, I have, like, these moments where I, like, just have these existential crises, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> I've accomplished, like, some pretty crazy stuff so far, and, like... I don't know, it's, it's wild, because I never imagined Clarity or, like, any of my aliases to be anything, and now here I am, like, knowing these people from all over the world and, like, getting aired on BBC Radio 1, which was, like, <laughs> fuck, like, that was, like, just insane, and so I'm, like, insanely humbled um, from everything that's happened so far, and I just want to continue the traction, so it's, it's been awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, just fucking keep grinding it out, dude, like... You know, sit back, think about those accomplishments, and just fucking keep driving at it, you know? Um, so where can, if someone wants to look you up on, like, social media, um, Instagram, whatever, where can they find you? Yeah, so all of my handles are just, like, my actual name. So C-L-R, and then my last name, Carlson, C-A-R-L-S-O-N. One of these days, I'll have, like, the balls to just make everything Clarity Music official, but I'm st I still get ridiculed by, like, my high school friends that are like, hee hee, so how's that music thing going? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, dude. So I need to just make it streamlined and like make it all my alias or whatever. But um, yeah, so everything is CLR Carlson across the board. And I think my Instagram is the only platform right now that's actually Clarity Music Official. So um, I'm primarily on Twitter. Like, I don't know. I just love memes and like observing all the stupid shit that's going on in the world. So that's where you can mostly find me. But no. producers... Fellow DJs, fellow artists, please slide in my SoundCloud DMs. That is always okay with me. But yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So if you could recommend some people to hop on Third Coast Base Radio, who do you have in mind? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, in terms of Texas talent, honestly, dude, like, you've covered, like, all of the absolute <laughs> Like, I know, I know you've had, like, literally, you are on it. Like, you already covered Nick. Um, so Nick P, and then I believe you've also had, like, By The Way, yeah. um, and then uh, Shameless Couple promo, My Boyfriend Greed, I think you've already had on as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't, have you ever had Dave on before, Eisenberg? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I have. Definitely, I, definitely Gabe. Okay, I'm definitely, yeah, I'll have Dave, to reach out to him for sure. He is crushing it. Um, yeah, Eisenberg is, like, a total G. Definitely one of, like, my mentors, I would say. And he's also, like, crazy in the studio and makes, like, some thick-ass masters. So if you ever need any mixing or mastering, yeah. <laughs> but definitely Eisenberg. Um, you've already covered, like, most of the really dope people. But I don't know. Have you had 
junk food. Um, Richard, aka Junk Food, is like an absolute boss. Um, definitely check him out. Nice. And then yeah, I have to reach out to also, him Yeah, he's he's the Don. And then also Blake, um, aka Supervision, is like a really really dope guy. So and those are all the people from Dallas that I can think of. But you're like on it, like you've already covered all the super duper sick ass people. So yeah, dude. Now that I'm out here in Colorado, like it's time to like expand, and that's why I'm like eventually it's gonna like this shit's gonna go like national and hopefully international within the next few years. Like I want all the fucking producers out there that need, you know, this is, like I said, this is a place where everyone can showcase their art, and that's what it's all about here, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, I really do feel like now it's just, like, so easy to get lost in the sauce, and, like, it's just, you have to remember at the end of the day, like, it's only ever going to be about the music, and it's only ever going to be about the listeners, and, like, I really, like, no matter how, like, you know, full of myself or clouded that I sometimes get. I'm like, honestly, I would not be anywhere unless, you know, people gave me the time of day and listened to my music. And so that's like just a very humbling thing. Yeah. You know, like if one person is, is really vibing to what I'm doing, then like my job is done essentially is how I've always looked at it. So it's been tight. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we want to thank you so much for being a part of Third Coast Base Radio. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you might be the first female producer, DJ. So we are extremely humbled and honored to have you as our guest. Um, thank you so much. Um, the listeners out there, I'm sure they appreciate it as well. Um, but yeah, I'll let you go ahead and get to it. Um, I know you got a lot of tracks and a lot of shit that you want to work out, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Um, if you want to tell the listeners goodbye, um, yeah, we can have it at that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. And also, like, obviously, thank you for curating such a dope platform that really gives people the chance to, like, showcase their work. Um, you know, originals are just, they're very vulnerable. Like, putting your art out there and showcasing it is, like, a very vulnerable process. And, like, it's really neat whenever you have people that are just really interested in curating who you are as an artist and like supporting you unconditionally. So it's, it's definitely dope to be involved um, in things like that. And thank you so much for having me. And to everybody listening, like, you know that I love you. Thank you so much for just giving me the time of day. Cause I know like the EDM scene is just totally packed like sardines right now. So just <laughs> take the time of the day to listen to someone who's smaller. It really does like mean the world. So thank you so much. And then thank you Rashad for having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks.
Pedro. I'm a musician based in Lisbon, Portugal. Um, I was involved in the Portuguese alternative rock scene for years and now I'm making music by myself as MAF. Um, while not making music, uh, I spend my time writing about toys on the website thedichronicle.com. Actually, it started almost as a joke. Um, I think it was at a night out with a friend of mine, and uh, he was always using this expression, the, the majestic as fuck. <laughs> so I thought it, uh, it was funny. Um, and eventually it turned that into MAF, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I go to DAW, it's um, Ableton Live, although um, I don't know if you can consider the machine software a DAW. But uh, I've been using uh, the machine quite often, so yeah, that's the only my go-to software. Yeah, uh, I think to some extent the DAW matches. Uh, I mean, it's amazing having a full studio on your laptop. Uh, with the advent of the DAWs, uh, music became more democratic. Um, yeah, but it's just that um, they are just um, instruments. And instruments must serve art and not the other way around. Uh, I think every artist must find what either translates the, the artistic intentions, either if it's a DAW or a musical instrument, a piece of paper, I don't know, even if it's uh, your own voice. I don't know about giving advice. I'm always looking for advices myself or inspiration. I think it's like an endless pursuit to every artist. Um, the, the best thing to say is not to overthink yeah, don't overthink anything. Just like be true to your feelings and try to cancel the the outside noise. Like don't compare yourself to others. Do what feels true to yourself, uh, and keep at it as much as long as much as uh, like gives you purpose, uh, some sense of purpose. Um, and the thing about like producing art or music or whatever is like uh, it can be like a really um, lonely process so try to be social to be kind and yeah to be positive and enjoy the ride um, you get to meet like um, like amazing people throughout this journey and discover yourself as a human being and that's the beauty of it uh, right now I have a couple of EPs on the way also some uh, some singles coming out on different labels. Yeah, just generally uh, try to put up, um, put out uh, as much music as I can and try to play some shows live. Um, maybe you can see me across the pond uh, in, the, um, in a couple of weeks. I don't know. Let's make it happen. And thanks to, uh, to, you, to you all, like Third Coast Space Radio. Thank you all. Uh, follow me on social media, like MAF everywhere. Also follow the Noir Collective and Monster Jinx from Portugal. And yeah, thanks so much, guys. I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Yo, so there you have it. Third Coast Space Radio, Season 1, Episode 8. 
Sorry it took so long for us to get out here, but we had to move around and make some adjustments, but we're back now full force. See you guys next month. All right, special shout out to Clarity and MAF. Be sure to follow them on their respective social medias. We'll catch you guys later. Blech!